Welcome back to another edition of Official Word Sports. I'm Vince, and I'm here with the crew. Looks like we got a full house today. We got Stevie D, JB, and Jay. Guys, welcome to another edition. And this is going to be another entry of the Official Word Sports 2020 NFL preseason preview. And we just have a couple divisions left. So we're going to kick this show off with the in a, or no, we'll go with the AFC South. How's that sound, guys? Sounds good. Good. All right. So first up for the AFC South, you know, does anybody really care about the AFC South? Ooh, sorry about that. Sorry about that to all the Colts fans and the Texan fans and the Jags fans. And, of course, Titans fans. I have no love for the Titans. But uh, <laughs> let's get this one started. So, Jay, you, you've been on hiatus for a little bit. So why don't you kick us off and tell us about the, the Tennessee Titans. All right, Tennessee Titans. Well, everybody knows that the expectations is quite high for the Tennessee Titans after uh, finishing out the season strong 9-7 and seven and uh, going into the, the playoffs and uh, actually losing – in the AFC title game. Um, but this, uh, they got a new quarterback. After they got rid of Mariota, uh, they kicked him out from midseason, and Ryan Tannehill came in pretty strong. So I think this year um, they got their strong running back back, uh, their horse. Um, their wide receivers look real strong this year, uh, last year, with A.J. Brown, uh, Brown and uh, I think – I think they're going to finish strong again this year. I think uh, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they're going to finish strong. Their defense is, uh, I think, one of the strong uh, points of of their uh, of this team. Uh, I think with Malcolm Butler being in there as a the leader, uh, they also drafted uh, LSU and Fulton. Uh, will address the linebacker situation that they had uh, problems with last year. Um, they also released Deion Lewis as their running back. So they got some good, they got some good additions and they got some, uh, and they lost some good additions as well. Um, but I think this year, I think they're, they're going to continue where they left off, but they're going to probably be finished second. Okay. Okay. So um, not a, again, not a real big fan of the Titans. I, the whole quarterback situation there to me guys is, is quite puzzling. I, I have no faith, no confidence in Ryan Tannehill. Uh, didn't have any faith or confidence in Marcus Mariota. And I, I you, you just can't get away throwing the ball nine times in a playoff game. No, I, I say it again. Uh, to me, Tannehill's fool's gold. You pay him, you know, top tier money. And uh, to your point, you're throwing nine, nine passes in a playoff game. You really didn't trust him to throw the ball. You gave it to your horse and Derrick Henry, who played amazingly, and he, he got rewarded in the offseason with a new contract as well. Um, yeah, I, I think that the head coach, Vrabel, I, I, I think he's a smart coach. I think he gets a lot of out of his players. I just look at it as a whole. I just think they got lightning in the bottle last year, and it took them as far as it took them. I just don't see the same repeat performance out of this roster. I just don't. I'm not a believer in Tannehill. Um, and we'll see if they prove me wrong. But at the end of the day, I just see them as like a third-place team. Again, they could probably go 9-7 and seven again and be in third place, right? 8-8. Eight and eight. That's kind of where I see them at. 
Uh, just not a believer yet in, in in the in the QB. Yeah, they're built they're built to play for play with the lead um, with Henry and just smash the ball. If they get down, you know, by two scores, it's going to be tough. They don't have the firepower uh, to get back in those games. But yeah, they get a lead, they can you know they can pound the rock and play some defense and and play well. But there's some pretty there's some pretty good offenses in the AFC, and they're going to have to try and keep up with them. I I think it's going to be tough for them. I do too. Let, let's go to the Jacksonville Jaguars and Stevie D. They've been making a lot of news uh, over the course of the season and even up to late. Uh, what do you got for the Jags? Well, Jaguars, coached by Doug Marone. I'm not a huge fan of Doug Marone. Uh, ever since they reached the AFC title game, they've just been going downhill year after year. And when you think it's just some of the names they've gotten rid of in the last few years, right? Leonard Fournette we know about. Um, you had uh, Yannick, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, uh, Nagoku, uh, the, the stud edge rusher. You traded Jalen Ramsey, Clayus Campbell's gone. I mean, those are just top-notch names on, on, that, on that team that are gone, right? And so they're in full rebuild mode. Uh, now, look, they had 12 picks in, in, in the, uh, the offseason, right? And so – I didn't think their their draft class was wasn't too bad. They got C.J. Henderson out of Florida. They got an edge rusher to replace um, um, Nagoku uh, with uh, Cherison out of LSU. Um, so they're they're rebuilding. It's going to be a little bit of a slow rebuild. Again, if your draft picks hit year after year, perhaps in in three years they can kind of maybe get back towards the top of that division. Uh, but right now, the Jaguars team is just in full reboot. I don't think all the players are on board with these moves. I think there's dissension in that in that locker room with the with the release of Fournette. Um, so I, I just don't see it. I, I look at the Jaguars to be honest with you. I, I see them at two and fourteen. I really don't see them really competitive this year. I can see the players kind of revolting and shutting down. I think they're going to get off to a slow start, and that's just going to continue to compound throughout the year. So. Unfortunately, Jacksonville, I really don't have much love for your team. Um, but perhaps in about three years, um, if your draft picks start hitting, perhaps you can rebuild. Look, you got Gardner Minshew. I, he, he's you know second-year player. Perhaps he can build off what he had. I don't think he was a stud his rookie year. But, hey, maybe that's the guy you can root for, the guy with the, with the little head, the head bandana, and, and perhaps he can spark – and keep you in some of these games, but I, I just don't see it out of Jacksonville. What do you guys think? So I'll tell you, CBD, this this year for the Jacksonville Jaguars is all about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the moves that they're making and the word on the street is that this is Doug Marone's last year. Um, there is a rumor, a, just a rumor right now, that the Jags, if they get that number one pick, they're going to take Trevor Lawrence and they're going to try to package him with Dabo Sweeney which means that Doug Marone will be out in Jacksonville. All the moves that they're making, they, they are just sending everybody away. You know, yeah. whether it be the Jalen Ramsey last year, whether it be Leonard Fournette this year, um, you know, it, it's just it, the moves that are that they are making is to say, we are rebuilding this team. We, we are just tearing it down to rubble. And we're going to try to rebuild. Well, I don't it, know if you're going to see Dabble Sweeney come. Well, you know that, and they traded Ron, Ronnie Harrison to the Browns for a draft pick. So that's right. You know they they're continuing to to 
like you said, it's like a fire sale. It, it's suck for for Trevor Lawrence, right? Is that the term that it's like the popular term people are using? Yeah. Suck for like a decline yeah. for sunshine. Well, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the problem is too is is he's going to come into uh, an organization an organization that is not successful. That's going to have a new head coach, but again, no weapons, nothing. You're giving away too many pieces. I, I get where teams want to rebuild, but you got to rebuild with some pieces left. And and the way they just gave uh, gave away their star defensive end, um, right? But 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 you see what they're doing is, is they're tearing it down and they're getting drafts draft picks, right? You got to hit on these picks, right? They they had twelve picks in the twenty twenty draft. They're they're stockpiling picks for twenty one draft, you know. So I they're banking on these next two drafts to really, pro, pro, really, propel this organization in, in here in the, in the near future. So, which is great. You can you can you can collect as many picks as you want. But again, when you when you go into the draft, you're not going to get immediate results from those draft picks. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's going to yeah. take what, two years. So yeah. now. He's going to be what year three before he starts seeing any turnaround in Jacksonville. But you know, at, at times teams have to do it. And they they felt now is the time to tear it down. Maybe like to Vince's point about uh, Lawrence, that if we can tear it down, get the draft picks, get a quarterback that we want. Um, again, what if it, it's a tear down? You know, not not all teams are ready to compete, and they felt that it was in their best interest to to tear it down. Um, what if he pulls an Eli Manning in the draft? Well, he could. He should. But <laughs> run, fella, run. <laughs> Go the opposite direction. Run, so, sunshine. Yeah. Anyway, that, those are my thoughts on the Jaguars anyway. Um, not, I'm not, really, not, they're not going to have a good year. <laughs> I really like the, the decline for sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. <laughs> Hashtag it. Let's get it going. Go I, I viral. think we should. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, as we continue our our parade through the AFC South, we're let, let's head to uh, the state of Texas and Bill O'Brien and the boys in the Houston, Texas. JB. Oh, man. Bill O'Brien just can't get out of his own way, guys. I mean, come on. You, you ship off DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. You take away your young quarterback's best weapon for David Johnson. Now, don't get me wrong. David Johnson's a fine running back. He's had some good years when he's healthy, but he ain't no DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I do like that they went out and got Brandon Cooks. I like that they went out and got Randall Cobb. Those guys are going to help, but DeAndre Hopkins is just something else. He's special. Um so I don't know what to think about this team, guys. I do think David Johnson's an upgrade at running back over Carlos Hyde and Lamar Miller. Maybe Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb combined can make up for DeAndre Hopkins' loss. They still got Fuller there, um, you know, and he he can be a good receiver. Um, I don't know, man. They got Watts on the defensive end. You know, their defense is okay. With Merciless, Whitney Merciless, and J.J. Watt, they lost J- uh, Jadavian Clowney. Um, I'm just not sure about this team. Until Bill O'Brien's gone, I don't know that they're really going to ever be able to put it together. There you go. I really don't. I mean, he just can't get out of his own way, guys. He, he Some of these personnel decisions he makes, uh, I just don't get it. 
years on the field coaching too. I mean, gosh, 24 point lead against the Chiefs in the playoffs and, and they just collapse. They try a fake punt for no reason. Why are you going for a fake punt when you got a double digit lead? Um, I just don't, I don't know. Man. I don't you know, know about him. JB, you know, I thought you said it best. Um, the, the management, I, I don't, Bill Barr Bryant cannot be the head coach and the GM. That's mistake number one that the Texans made. I don't know why they're putting all the faith in this man to be able to accomplish that. First of all, it's not easy, right? You have to have checks and balances. And I don't think nobody's checking Bill O'Brien and he's running and, and doing his own thing. I, I, I'm not a fan of Bill O'Brien, never have been. And unfortunately, I, I think the trade with DeAndre Hopkins was 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 a fatal, fatal, fatal mistake for his career there in, in Houston. Oh, if it doesn't work, he's gone. If, it does, you know, if this season pans out to be really bad for him, it, it's he's gone. There's no and, way. And Hopkins, and Hopkins has a great year with the Cardinals with Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray. I, well, they got. I mean, they got such a good young quarterback on a rookie deal, and they're just wasting it. Mm-hmm. They're just. Exactly. I mean, this is prime time for them to be trying to go win a championship, and I just feel like they're wasting it. I don't. I don't disagree with you at all there. Um, and actually I don't disagree with much of anything that anybody said, Bill O'Brien is, you, you cannot be the general manager and head coach of a team The the conflict of interest is so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who's holding the general manager accountable for trading Deandre Hopkins, the only the owner, but he's put you in charge to, to make these deals. Who, who is the one that is holding the head coach accountable? That general manager, mm-hmm. right? You, you, so you, it's, it's 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 all backwards. Go ahead, CBD. You know, Vince, you, you said this. I'm pretty sure you said this in a conversation we had a while back. If a player – so Hopkins doesn't get along with the head coach. The head coach goes up to the GM, I, I can't play with this guy. The GM says, I don't care. That's DeAndre Hopkins. You better find a way to make it work. Now, you the Texans and Bill O'Brien gets into an argument with Hopkins. And, and 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 O'Brien gets his feelings hurt. Oh shoot! I'm the GM. I'm just going to trade him, right? Absolutely. So there's no, there's none of that. I could have sworn you and I had this conversation. I thought you yeah, brought that point up. We, we did. This happened in Philly with Chip Kelly. Deshaun Jackson had a disagreement with Chip Kelly. Bye. Deshaun McCoy had a disagreement with Chip Kelly. Bye. And 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 what do we get in return? Garbage. That I'm telling you. You got Kiko Alonso. What are you talking about? Kiko. Vince, we uh, talked about uh, this. Don't bring him up. Kiko. Kiko. Uh, just, yeah, it, they got to have the checks and balances, man. Exactly. All right. Well, there's only one team left, and it is the Baltimore Col- I'm, I'm sorry. The <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. Wow. A little slip of the tongue. I guess it's kind of showing my age there, too. However, let's talk about the Colts. The big move for the Colts in the offseason was to bench their starting quarterback in favor of Phillip Rivers. They bring in Phillip Rivers, who is hanging on by a thread for a hope and a prayer, and it has to be a hope and a prayer that he can lead him to the Super Bowl. Otherwise, that was the dumbest move that any team could make because Phillip Rivers is not Tom Brady, and I'm not even a Tom Brady fan, but he's not even close to Tom Brady. He's not in that class. Yet, the Colts decide that they're going to bring him in over Jacoby Brissett. You're going to get one year, maybe two max out of Rivers, and I just don't see it. 
the right move, if they were not happy with Jacoby Brissett, was to look into the draft or to get one of those free agent quarterbacks that were younger that had a lot more mileage left to go, like a Jameis Winston, like a Teddy Bridgewater. One of those guys. You bring those guys in to to, uh, to replace Jacoby Brissett. But you're bringing in Phillip Rivers. Now, when you look at the rest of the offense, you know they still do have Marlon Mack, who is proven himself to be more than a serviceable running back. You know, he's definitely somebody who can help solidify the ground game for him. And of course they have T Y Hilton over there, but with the interesting move that they made was in the draft and in the draft, they, they went after Michael Pittman jr. Very not, not to the same physique as his father, but still, <laughs> you know, a real well-built strong wide receiver, uh, and should be able to to pay dividends for them uh, offensively this year. Uh, when you look on the defensive side of the ball, well, a little different, right? Uh, how can you start the defense for the Indianapolis Colts without talking about Darius Leonard? Uh, great, great uh, linebacker uh, who had a phenomenal rookie year and just is out there just to prove himself play after play after play. With last year, when we were doing our midseason awards, instantly he jumped to the top of the list uh, as far as being uh, a standout in that class. Um, you, you know, you have some other players that, uh, like a Justin Houston, I believe Justin Houston's over there, uh, who will be able to, you know, try to bring a little bit of a pass rush. You have DeForest Buckner, um, you know, but when I look at when I look at that defense. There's only a few guys on there that really stand out. The rest start to trend a little bit down. Um, And so it's going to take a a complete team effort week in and week out. Uh, And I truly believe that offensively, you're going to have to have 10 guys really raise their game to help Phillip Rivers. And defensively, you're going to have to have that collective unit rise up to be able to support that offense. I'm not really getting a, a... a true sense of a team that's going to be dominant, but I think that they will be able to dominate the division as a whole, because I think the division, when you look at the AFC South, it's lacking in so many areas. I mean, each of you have talked about kind of the pros and cons of, of the teams in the AFC South. And at the end of the day, I think the Colts are just going to win that division because they have not as many holes or as gaps as the other teams. You know, Vince, I, I thought you covered the, the Colts really well there. Um, just a couple of things. When I look at bringing in Phillip Rivers, to your point, when you had so many other free agent choices, younger and younger uh, players that could have come in and, and led the team for multiple years, four-plus years, instead of the, the one- to two-year and, and out the door, what has Phillip Rivers ever really accomplished in his career that would lead you to believe he can take the Colts team to the promised land, right? So when you think of all the offensive talent that he's worked with in San Diego, right? He's had a Hall of Fame running back. He's had a Hall of Fame tight end. He's had some phenomenal wide receivers to work with, some really good talent there. And what was he able to show for it? Not much when it comes to the playoffs. And then, you know, and look, former Jet, the head coach, former Jet, and, and you know, that led – the two most improbable comebacks you'll ever see in college and NFL history. Yes. To have former jet quarterback, Frank Wright leading the realm. I think he can do good things with Philip Rivers. <laughs> with Philip Rivers. That, but- that was Vince falling out of his chair 
I knew where you were going. But I, what? Oh, oh, he didn't leave those comebacks with the Jets. I just was giving him props for work that he has done in the NFL as, as an NFL player. Um, I figured I'd just have a little fun with, with Frank right there. It's a good thing uh, we don't but, have video. You'd see me yeah. trying to get up off the floor right now. <laughs> no, but but it, 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 all serious is joking aside. I just The one comment I have is to Phillip Rivers. He couldn't do it in San Diego. I don't know why they think he can do it here. Well, Stevie B, I think, like you said, I think Frank Wright has to control him. Phillip Rivers had – he has to control the interceptions. He had four different years with high interception numbers. 20, he had 20 one year. He had 18 one year, 21 another year, and then 20 again. Um, if he can control those interceptions, then I think they'll have huge success. I mean, they they got T.Y. Hilton. Yes, he's, a, he's up in age. But then they got second year. I mean, last year he was hurt, but they still they drafted him high. He was a second round pick, and Paris Campbell, and I think him and Michael Pittman are going to be standout wide receivers. And then you got Vince talked about him, Mac, but I think he's in. You know, he's he's got beaten up a little bit, and I think that's when they're going to throw in Jonathan Taylor. And I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a beast this year with yep. the two headed monsters. Well, so to your point, I, I believe, Phil Riz, you are who you are at mm-hmm. your point of your career, right? And yeah, so you are what the I, back of your football card says, right? Right. And so I don't I don't see – that's a great point. You know, I, I just don't see him reversing the curse of the turnovers this late in his career, even though you have Frank Wright. Because when the game is going on, is the old Philip Rivers going to show up or is he going to be smart enough to check it down? And not or take the sack or throw it away and not throw the risky pass. I mean, Green Bay He's knows not. all about it with Brett Favre, right? I was Which just going to say the you know. same thing. You think you, the Jets couldn't get Favre to to not do it? The the Vikings couldn't get Favre to not do it. But again, the they Chargers are they are. The Chargers didn't have a great offensive line, and Phillip Rivers was was it was you know for feeding himself like what and you know. But this year, the Colts have a strong offensive line, which I feel really bad for Andrew Luck because all those years he's got beat up with the bad offensive line, and then all of a sudden, the Indianapolis Colts find all this help in this in this offensive line where they can actually protect the quarterback. And I think Philip Rivers is going to have protection, and I think he's going to have a lot of time in that pocket to actually make smart throws. You know, Frank, Jay, I was look, just going to say, Frank Frank Wright is banking on. Philip Rivers in the relationship they had in, in San Diego mm-hmm. before they became LA. I mean, they, those two were partnered there for a year or two. I think it was just one year from, from what I'm remembering, uh, but they have a history. So I think, I think Frank Reich is really hoping that he can find that magic in with Philip Rivers, the one year that he was there. You know, when you look at Philip Rivers and you guys have, have said a lot there, and and you're right, JB. You know, your the back of your card really it, it identifies what your career has been. That's true. Uh, but when you just do the smell test, right? That's what Stevie D. That's what we talked about. Um, and what I believe when you start talking about Hall of Fame players, and well, I'm not talking about him going into the Hall of Fame right now. I'm just talking about does he pass the smell test to be able to lead this team in 2020 to the Super Bowl? Because really, that's the gamble that you're taking. You signed a guy at the end of his career who really has nothing left in the tank. And your your smell test is saying, I think that he's going to be the guy to lead us to the promised land. 
if that's not what you were thinking, then it was the dumbest decision to bring him in as a free agent. A to what what did you do to the confidence of Jacoby Brissett, a guy you traded for, a guy who was your starter, and you put him to the bench, you say, just learn from this guy. And you're not you're not learning from Phillip Rivers. So so really what what are you doing? And then it really, if that's not the case, then you have to look at the front office. And you have to say from the front office perspective, you know, what are we thinking? We know what direction are, are we headed? To your point, Jay, yeah, we've made some moves. We've put some players in, in some good positions. Yes, we've had some successful draft picks, but we're, we're kind of like just stuck in mud, right? We're, we're going nowhere. We're spinning our wheels, and we're not really going anywhere because we've yet to really address the signal caller. So, you know, a lot of good points, guys, uh, with regards to the Colts and Phillip Rivers and what they're going to do and, and all of that. But when at the end of the day, when we look at the AFC South, you know, I talked about mashed potatoes <laughs> before. I mean, it's almost like that here because there's so many question marks. Philip Rivers is the big question mark. Bill O'Brien is a question mark. The Jags, we, we are the Jags are who we thought they were. And the Titans, you know, when you look at the Titans, yeah, they they were the they they won the division last year, but it's smoke and mirrors. It's, it's Ryan Tannehill. It's a guy that throws nine passes. If I can't trust you to throw more than nine passes in a game, then what do I have? So with all that being said, gentlemen, who's going to win the division? Nobody. The Chiefs, is that an option? Um, I mean, maybe the Colts. Rivers hasn't seemed to find a way to win any divisions, so I don't know that he can do it there, but a process of elimination, Colts yeah. or Texans? I, I think I have to go with the Colts, uh, but I, it's just going to be close. I don't see them going far, but I see them winning the division. I got faith in I got faith in Rivers. Unlike you guys, I have faith. I think he's going to turn it around this year. Wait, what is it, Carson Wentz, then Phillip Rivers? Is, it, is that you know what you the posters you have on your wall? Is that the new top six? No, nah, you're saying <laughs> if you say Carson in Indy, yeah, Super Bowl right there. <laughs> All right, so we got we got the Colts one. Who do we have number two? Tennessee. It's got to be Tennessee. I, I, I'm I a, I'm on I'm on Houston probably, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think so I'm team, I got. team Texans. I do have the Titans coming third though. What do you guys? Yeah, I think yeah, that's I'm, that's the I'm no brainer. You. I can go and, with that. And the Jaguars are on the clock. Yes, they are. They starting now. <laughs> starting now. So that we got Colts, Texans, Titans, Jags. Good luck in the AFC South. So, guys, that's going to wrap up the AFC South preview. And of course, you can uh, always check us out on our webpage, officialwordsports.com. You can go to our Facebook page, just do a search for Official Word Sports, and on Twitter at Real. OW Sports. And of course, if you ever want to listen to our podcast, share it with a friend. Uh, just choose your favorite podcasting platform Stitcher, Slacker, Spotify, <laughs> Google Podcasts, iTunes. We're out there. Wherever you look, you'll find us. Uh, for the crew, for Jay, JB, Stevie D, I'm Vince. We'll talk to you soon.